Welcome back to the Mail In Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. Sitting to my right, the handsome Randy Trembacki, filling in for Sally to Freeze. Randy, how are you? Oh, I am doing fantastic, Brett. I might be in a little bit of pain, but I'm good to go. Why are you in pain today, Randy? Uh, it's either because of the wasp thing in my eye, or I might have pulled something while uh, doing a little karate uh, demonstration say, What were you there? doing over there? Karate. Karate, but uh, it was worth it for content. Yeah, uh, I'm also in pain, uh, just generally... Like my chin hurts, my knee hurts. You're you're not as bad as your eye though. It's the longest running uh, wasp sting I've ever seen. It, the problem is, it's just in a very like area that's sensitive to being puffy. It is. It's a puffy area, and it's, the rest of it's fine. It doesn't really hurt. It's just the eyelid just keeps getting swollen. But what are you going to do about it? There he is. There cool. he is, Randy Trembacki. Um, you know what? It's like email Brett Merriman day. I have more freaking emails today. Don't no. Don't do it. What? I'm not doing anything, Brad. I'm just, I'm just googling. It's amazing something. how fast his brain works like that. It's just, just bam. Randy, how do you think uh, the new office has been so far? Let's hear from you on, uh, like you, you get to go on circling back and whatnot here and there sparingly and talk about tapes. But let's let's talk about Randy, the uh, the production engineering head of video, whatever you want to call yourself. How's it going so far? To your okay. risk. Bonds. Uh can you check your your inbox real quick? Yeah. yeah. There it is. Okay. Um it's been going great. I mean, we're st we just got the cabinet built it's for uh, all of our video equipment. That was like the last pit of clutter that we have to get together even though it's still in a pile there, but I will organize that. I was just telling Adam. No, I was telling you because we just started you and I just started yelling for no reason. Uh it's great that we are in our own space and we don't have to deal with neighbors. Correct. Especially if I was like doing that karate stuff or doing or while blaring Mortal Kombat, I think we might get some complaints in our old complex, but we're on a standalone structure. It's great. We got big things coming for the studio. Things are moving along, and I'm very much happy about where we are in the new studio. I love it. Me too. It's a, it's a nice change of pace, a breath of fresh air, you might say. And uh, I'm looking forward to having a desk. I'm looking forward to them just delivering the desks. They're supposed to come in today or tomorrow, and we have no clue. It's hard to to not have any idea when you're getting furniture delivered. Nope, nope. I'm just glad that I don't have to build them. White glove service. They're doing it for us. It's true. The cabinet looks great, by the way. You're the type of guy that can sell a ketchup pop popsicle to a woman in white gloves, right? I think it's Dickie Roberts. Uh, okay. I think that's Are you familiar with the Mail-In Podcast, Randy? Uh, yes, I've produced it multiple times, and I have been working it for a while. But I know some people out there might not be. What is it? Well, we just answer questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to get going? You sure. We got, we got places to be. I uh, sorry for the email and coming out a little later than usual. We had uh, the studio was taken basically all day yesterday, and so we had to do uh, a little revamping. Mm -hmm. And also, Sally and Sally had to leave for Cabo. Correct. But you're about to be going to join them. Yeah, I'm leaving uh, tomorrow. I'll be joining them down in Cabo San Lucas, and let's get going. Hey, Brett and Randy. Question today about finding balance in your mid-20s life. This is something that I've struggled with for a bit now and hoping the two of you could share some strategies that have worked for you. Ready for this, Randy? I'm ready. Going out, here's, or here's an example of where my stress is. Going out, I'm 26 and I still want to go out a few times a week. However, living in a major city, Ubers and not drinking strictly well drinks means a night out costs $100 to $150 easily not including the nights that we go out to dinner. I love these nights, but hate the drain it takes on my wallet when ideally I'd like to buy a house in the next two to three years. On the other hand, I feel lame staying in on a Saturday and I feel like I'll be kicking myself for not seizing every social opportunity before I get married and have kids. I make a solid living, but with the new housing market, it seems like I'll need every cent to lock down a decent place when the time comes. Here's another example, weed. I'm kind of high strung and I found low dose edibles or a bull rip really put me in a great place, like relaxed and personable. However, it's pretty obvious that my work performance drops when I've been hitting the gas for multiple days in a row. I work a pretty high stress slash demanding job and want to be on my shit, but that comes at the cost of being perpetually on 10 and anxious. Last one, my circle. I have about 15 to 20 people that I still consider good friends who I want to spend time with regularly. Only two of them live in my city. I'm also single and want to have a dating life. On top of that, my parents are retired and getting older, and my siblings have all started their own families. 
and I'd like to see all of them more regularly than holidays. How do you balance a dating life, a social life, one that might include more weekends out of town, and spending time with family? Sorry for the length. Your overall question is, how have the two of you balanced any of these parts of life? Is it even possible, or am I asking to have it all when that's just not a reasonable thing at this stage of life? Thanks and love the pod. Randy, simple answer is this, that's just life. Yeah, you just got to find that balance. (laughs) Okay. I think we can move on. (laughs) Uh, No, yeah, no, that's, I mean, this is pretty much same situation that I'm in, and I think you're in pretty much. We're in our mid-20s and living in a city. A lot of my, like, really close friends are not in this city. Got both, both my brothers starting families, got jobs, all that. I don't know. It's just, it's it's hard to figure out. Do you have anything before I go super into it? No, I, I just like, I, I think this question is sort of uh, like everybody has some sort of this and like I've had this and I don't think I have found that balance. Like I probably spend too much money. I, I've kind of given up on the having a house before 30, especially in this Austin market, like especially in this Austin market because like, you know, you know, it's just kind of, un, it's impractical. And I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with that. And and I'm going to choose to invest in other areas with my wealth. And right, like that, that's just sort of how I've come to terms with it and said, I probably can't buy the house. And if, if I wanted to buy, it would have to be out in a place where I don't want to be yet because I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't want to be 40 minutes outside of Austin. Yeah. So I'm, I'm 28. You how much do you think I've saved for retirement? <laughs> really? Well, like, yeah. In, I have my own takes on on that. Anyway, but it's like you just kind of have to balance is the wrong word. You have to make compromises, you know, like, yeah, going out is expensive, but you mentioned also the the social aspect of it. And maybe you, you don't go out on a certain, maybe you pick a night to not go out, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday afternoon, like it, here, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have a perfect answer for you because you just have to sort of make compromises. You have to make like you can't have it all at twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven because we're all in this situation. Exactly. There's too much to do. Not enough money to do it. Not enough time to do it. We were literally having this conversation before the podcast, and it's just how do you go home and see family? Like you make that choice. You go home and see family, and you're there hanging out on a random weekend. And guess what? That that opportunity cost of that is missing out on friends in your city or. Or spending money to get home. Maybe it's a plane or train or automobile. John Candy shouts. Steve Martin. Both of them. Yeah. But like, have you balanced these parts of life? No. My that's my answer. Uh, have you? I have. How? No, okay. I I will say this. You're at 26. 24 year old me and 28 year old me, very different people. Sure. So you're right in the middle of that. As you every day that you get older, you will want to go out and out to the bars less yep but right now you're still kind of want to do that so just maybe take a a day off and if you want to still like be sociable try to do something that isn't going out and drinking try to find like a concert you're in a major city there's so many different things to do try to get some friends that isn't like going out and going getting drunk at the bars that's cheaper there's so many you just go to the park or do something like there's so many different things to do in a major city that doesn't require spending $150 because even well drinks, you can get up to $100 with Ubers Easy. and stuff. There. Yeah, so, it's Ubers, Ubers kill you, well drinks. I, I mean, it, it's expensive. It's just expensive to be 26 nowadays in a big city. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll, let me psychoanalyze this guy a little bit. He mentions that his siblings all have families and they all have houses. Like that's going to weigh on you. When you go back to your parents, they're like, "Hey, where's your house? Where's your where's your where's our grandkids?" Type of thing, and so maybe that's part of this, where he's sort of measuring versus older siblings, which happens. I measure versus our coworkers who are all in their mid thirties, <laughs> right? Like a little tidbit there. I got my you you and I have both our ten year high school reunions, and then in the group chat. Like Dave and Dylan said, yeah, my 20 years coming up. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah we're a decade You know, apart. you have to take a step back. Like they're a decade older than us. And yeah. I'm, presumably some of these guys' siblings are, are perhaps a decade older than him. So it's hard, to, it's hard to not measure yourself against that. And I see where he's coming from. But 
like in terms of balance, you just you live the way that you want to live, what works for you. Everybody's situation is a hundred percent different. And I, there's no no way to do it. If you want to lay off the weed, maybe that's a good idea. I'm, if you can't work on it, you know, maybe or or find a different strain, perhaps. I don't know. You're are you're more experienced with the weed than I am, Randy. Intern Cool Adam is leaving right now, so I I now have control of the cameras. Look at me. I'm the camera guy now. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna break down all of his things really quick. I already went through number one. Just take a night off. Try to do something more sociable, and that isn't drinking. Just take it off. I know it feels lame, especially being a single person that you want to go out and that's like your best opportunity to meet other single people. But you can also just meet people at like events that aren't very alcohol inducing. And man, uh, so that's number one. Just try to take a day off while being sociable and not staying in, save some money. Two, the weed thing. I want to know how much you work out because to be honest, working out does a lot of the same effects of like weed for me where it does after like working out i'm not as high strung i'm feeling like a lot more like leveled out weed is great i love it it's a great thing to uh just de-stress too and just kind of sink in but to be honest i know that's adding another thing to to for balance but if you're not working out that much just try adding it in there and you might like realize that you will settle down a little bit interesting okay i'll definitely throw that even if it's like 30 minutes a day like cardio you will burning that energy just kind of like helps you mellow down afterwards uh as far as your friends 15 20 people if you they're not in your city the biggest thing is facetime them saturday and sunday mornings and just ask about their weekend and stuff like that's the that's the hardest thing that if you're if you don't live in the same city as all your friends it is kind of your responsibility to keep up with them because it's not like they're going to forget about you but if they're living with all their friends they're not constantly thinking about keeping you up to date stuff. So try to do that, just even if it's not with them. And then you can start planning trips and everything, but at least try to like FaceTime your family and your friends as much as possible. That's that's a good way to just have a nice little 30 minutes and you don't feel like you're not spending time with them and you're falling out of touch. And yeah, I mean, I guess the dating social life thing is you just get on those apps and do sociable stuff and try to mix it together. Yeah, it's one of those things where it feels like you you pick two, you know? It's like money, dating life, slash social life, and family. It's not like, working, Brett. Oh, so it's just going to be... There we go. You pick two, right? You, if there's three things, it, and three out of four, whatever you want to call it, just, that's life, right? That's life. You, nobody's doing going to do it perfectly, and if they're doing it perfectly, they're lying to you. Yeah, I think you... This kind of question, your anxiety from this is kind of already said in your question that you are kind of a high strung person. I think you're just getting into your too much of your head about it. We're all feeling the same thing, all that. It's not like you're alone on this island. It's it's just just part of growing up and mm -hmm. just being young. No doubt about it. You know what could help with him though? Perhaps getting on, I don't know, a Butcher box regimen? Yes. Meal prepping is difficult and Butcher Box makes it easy. Butcher Box is a subscription service that takes the guesswork out of finding high quality meat. And Butcher Box sources their meat from partners with the highest standards for quality. No more searching the grocery store for 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, wild caught seafood, and more. Their sourcing decisions are made holistically, and they keep the farmer, the planet, the animal, and your family in mind. I've been, so I live alone, and there's a lot that goes into, like, akin to that guy's question, not like eating out five nights a week, because when you're 25, 26, you don't love to cook, you don't, you know, whatever it may be, it's easy to smash that DoorDash button. And ButcherBox has changed that mindset for me because they have given me the tools to be my own chef, Randy. So I, got a, I got a freezer full of meat and I'm getting better on the grill by the day. I did scallops from ButcherBox. I've done clams. 
done Atlantic salmon, pork chops, steak tips, you name it, ButcherBotch has been there for me. Every month, ButcherBotch ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home with free shipping for the continental U.S. Each box contains 8 to 14 pounds of meat, and depending on the box you choose, that's enough for 24 individual meals. It's like a month's worth of, of meat if you want it. It's packed fresh and shipped frozen for your convenience. You can save time on your next grocery store trip. Customize your own box or go with one of theirs. Either way, you get exactly what you want. This is your chance to never have to shop for ground beef again. That's right. ButcherBox is giving new members free ground beef for life. Here's how to get that deal. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash mail-in and get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership. Log on to butcherbox.com slash mail-in to claim this deal. How about a voicemail, Randy? Let's go. I... It was Tommy Boy, the catch-up. Hey, it's your boy, Andy. Um, I got a little bit of an interesting one. Uh, so I'm going to Utah next month working for the Forest Service. Um, and I, where I live in the forest, uh, no, no cell reception, no internet. Uh, I can walk a little bit down to the ranger station and get some really crappy Wi-Fi. But other than that, it's just uh, when I'm in town. So, that being said, I was looking for some good ideas for long-distance relationship outside of, you know, just texting or calling, because I won't have a lot of availability for that. Um, just, well, I know you guys have both done long-distance, so wonder if you had any good ideas. All right, thank you, bye. Long-distance relationship, Randy, without the communication part of it real locked in, what say you? Um, how long did he say he was going to be in this? Was this a temporary I think thing? it's a summer thing. Yeah, he's going to Utah for the, to, to be in like the forest fire kind of service, okay. which is, by the way, an awesome job. So so one. Congrats to you and, and thank you for your service. Exactly. Uh, so one, yeah, of course, when you do have the reception, reach out. But my man, you have the perfect time to be the most romantic person ever. It's wow. time to go snail mail. Ooh. You and Hernia start sending letters to each other. I like that. That this is this is the easiest thing ever. That you know, and then guess what? If things work out. You have all those letters saved up. Oh, that, that's number one. That's, a, it, that's easy to me. We think of like how like it's so. Nobody used to have phones. People like long distance relationships just used to. To be this. They literally, like, think about the Civil War. Like, literally, they would write letters to their loved ones back home on the battlefield. Like, up until the 90s. I mean, it was like, you had phone yeah, calls, yeah, but... The, like, just do that. That's, I mean, I think that's the best way to, like, keep the spark alive and, like, be looking out for it. I know it's, it's long distance and you know, stuff, but I think that's the... I don't have a better answer than that. No, I think you're right. Like, the, the letters thing is fun. It's not a, it's not a permanent thing. You, both of you know in the relationship that you're doing something and doing something important, and that's all part of it. Maybe you have a set time and date where like, okay, Friday afternoon at whatever, whatever works for your schedules is going to be our like long catch-up conversation. I'm going to drive into town. I'm going to get groceries, and we're going to like talk. That too. Text, talk, have like a set date and time once or twice a week, whatever you guys decide. It's relationship-based, but... I think she knows that you're doing something that you want to do that's important to you that takes up a lot of your time. And, and unfortunately, communication is not going to be perfect. It's not going to be like we're used to, where it's every two seconds you can get a text. Um, but I do think it's important to have something to look forward to, both for you and her. So that's why I say set a date and time each week to make sure that you do adhere to, that you can look forward to. Maybe and then you also set a date and time where you're going to go home for a weekend or whatever it might be. But have like give her like closure is the wrong word but give her something for her and yourself to say okay this is going to be the time where we are going to catch up mm -hmm. and and stick to it i mean i remember talking to my parents like and like some comedian too it was pretty much you made plans to go to, on a date or meet out with friends at a bar like you couldn't text them like hey i'm here stuff you were just expected to be there at you that time. How do you get? How did you like cancel it back in the day? You, you just. Didn't how did you have up? even plans? Uh, that, that's it. You would just call up ahead and say, "Hey, at this time, at this date, we will be here. Be there." And people just did it. 
and they just did it. So this is what you're gonna have to do is just, I think, I really don't think I have a better answer than the letter writing thing and what you just said right there. I don't, if you have anything more to add to no, it. No, I think know. that's, let's not overthink I, that I one. Think those are yeah. the two things that you can do to make this, you know, stay alive. Let's go to the next one, Randy. Brett and Sal Pal, AKA the Rand Man. <laughs> Love the pot. Thank you. Love you too. Looking to get more into golf. I worked at a club in high school and taught myself some rough basics, but never purchased my own clubs or spent much time playing during my college years. I love watching the game on weekends and I want to get out and play, but it is quite expensive and I'm not quite sure where to start. Any tips for clubs and places to play? For reference, I live in Houston. Okay, bye. This is a great question for me to you as well. Because I know you are intrigued. You're golf curious, right, I, Randy? I, I played a lot back home. I actually oh, I didn't know that. I thought you were like totally, totally new. No, no. I, I played a lot in like towards the end of high school and in college. And even at the end of college, I did the golf class at Purdue. Ooh. But I just always used my dad's clubs. Sure. And then when I moved down to Austin, he said, you're not bringing my clubs with you. And I said, that's completely fair. <laughs> and I just haven't played since. And I've been in Austin for about four years now. So I just haven't played. I just don't have my own clubs. Mm -hmm. I will. I would like to get back out there. I mean, you play. All the guys here play. Omar plays. I like to get out and like do it more often. I We'd love to it. have you. But, you know, I just... I need to know these exact things too, Brett. Well, the first, let, let's cover it um, point by point, okay? Quite expensive, it, sure. Going out there by itself is, but what's a low end for golf clubs to get in for someone? To like get this, in. Just like a, a good set that isn't like the flashiest things, but it's also get not a like used second set hand. of clubs oh, okay. for 200 bucks. Okay. Gives you everything you need. Driver, uh, three wood perhaps. Sets of irons, a putter. Your basics are, are 200 bucks. You can get a whole set for that. So can you get, I guess, fitted for those? Because my I, dad no, was definitely I, shorter than me. And I don't know if that's why I wasn't as good, probably, because clubs weren't my, for me. But like, how do you judge clubs? You go, just go the standard club first. You don't want it like, you, a lot of club fitting is lofting your clubs differently based on your swing, lengthening your clubs based on your swing. It's a lot like you don't want to get fit for clubs before you have a swing built, if that makes sense. Gotcha. So it doesn't really depend on your height unless you're like big and tall. Until you're, let's put it this way, until you're breaking 100, probably like honestly, until you're breaking 90, you don't need to get fit for clubs. Just use what you got and make it work okay. because that's not a club problem. That is a swing problem if you're still up there but get a get a used set of clubs go to play it against sports or or ditch or golf galaxy they all like yes if you want to get a 3500 dollars set of clubs you can and fit for them you can you don't need to not when you're just starting out in the game that's all about making contact with the ball correctly getting a swing a repeatable swing dialed in and the driving range is the best place to do it like it's it's intimidating to go spend six hours playing eighteen holes because you're slow, you're with people, you're embarrassed, you don't want it. Like, go to the driving range. That is the best. That's that's the best place if you're an experienced golfer to work on your game, because there's always or excuse me, there's usually a putting green that you can also chip on. You can fastly, you can dial in all of your game at a driving range. And, and if you want to go play once a week or if you can once, like twice a week, whatever it is, but go to the driving range, get a used set of clubs and just hit balls. Like there's no magic secret to golf. It's just hitting balls. And if you like, I even aren't like, don't worry about coaching yet because that's expensive. And there's a lot of, like a lot of things you do initially are just going to be wrong. And like, if you want to coach, coach yourself. He says he watches the game on the weekends. He's a fan of golf. He worked at a club. He knows what a good swing looks like. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do anything, get a tripod and put your phone on a tripod, record your swing, say, okay, this looks gross. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But just hit balls and start. Don't do a full swing to start. Do a half swing and do a three-quarter swing. Work on chipping first and then go into a full swing. Like, there's no easy way to just go to the driving range without ever picking up a club and be Tiger Woods. It's impossible. Right. So my, my, my starting point would say 
get a video on your phone that looks as a good swing. Take a tripod to the range, get a used set of clubs for 200 bucks, and just hit as many balls as you can and try things and try like, okay, like if, if my feet are here and whatever, get, get three or four, they call them swing thoughts that you can build your game off. So place the ball correctly in your stance. Don't bend your left elbow. Rotate with your hips and not your arms. Keep your head level. Don't move. Like there's a lot of stuff. Shoot, you, you can have a hundred swing thoughts in your head, but get three or four down initially and go from there and just hit, just add like hit balls. Don't even worry. Just, just make contact because the more you build comfort into your golf swing, the more consistent you're going to be. And the, the less resistant to, to variability you're going to be. I just, that's consistency, but the more it feels comfortable, the more it feels natural, the better your swing is going to get with what you're building versus trying to do something super mechanical and robotic initially because it's what you're supposed to do or looks right. Be comfortable. Okay, so then going on to his other question, that's kind of another question I have. Any tips for clubs? We kind of got that. And yeah, places to play. He, uh, yeah. he was specifically asking Houston, but like for me, whenever I played – it was always in Northwest Indiana where, to be honest, we didn't even really need to have tee times because they weren't like huge, mm -hmm. like busy courses. So I've never had a, I've only, I've never played single. I've played with like a th double threesome or a foursome, but I've never had a random stranger added into our stuff. Mm -hmm. So, which it seems like you guys always have that here if you're not completely full in Austin. So how do you like manage that? Like where can I go so that, I'm not doing that, or do I need to just pretty much have three other people with me? No, I mean, you like, it's such a hard, like, if you're, if you're a straight up beginner, you've never done it before, like, no offense, you don't want to jump into a group because it's, you're going to slow them down. You're going to, you don't want to be the random guy who's a brand new golfer in a, in a group of people, but you're going to be miserable for everybody. But you much rather do that with your friends. than Yeah. If you're with your strangers. friends, you're fine. Yeah. Cause you, they, your friends know your the level of your game and just the other rule, if you're going to suck, suck fast. Like if you hit a ball out of bounds, don't re tee, just go drop somewhere near there. Like there's, there's easy ways to suck and suck fast, but play Muni golf. Houston's got a bunch. Austin has a bunch. Um, those are courses that are usually the cheapest, which is nice. They are still, it's still the South. So that they're always in pretty good condition and just like, just, just honestly, don't even worry about the place to play. Go to the driving range, find one near you and just beat the heck out of the driving range before you go play and, and get miserable. Cause I played golf for 20 years. Golf is miserable. It's just, it just is. You're just never as good as you think you are. You always shoot worse than you think, but you do have a couple shots that keep you coming back. So, uh, you know, like in Houston, uh, Memorial Park is awesome because if you're a Houston resident, you get a crazy discount. They play a PGA tournament there all the time. So maybe you build your way up into that. Um, but there's no, there's no quick, easy way to get good at golf. There's no perfect way to do it, in my opinion. And you, Randy, go get a set of clubs for 200 bucks from Golf Galaxy that's used. Hammer the driving range a bunch, and then once you feel confident enough, go out and play 18 or 9. Where is the closest one? I know there used to be a Golf Galaxy right by my own apartment, but that's not important. You know what is important? I don't know. Probably like if I wanted to stream something that is not currently available in my country or something. Or that is absolutely correct, and yeah. that's why you need – Nord VPN, Randy. It's easy to use. You connect with one click or you even enable auto connect for zero click protection. How about that? We're going to Cabo. I'm going to Cabo tomorrow. I'm going to want to watch the NHL playoffs. Playoffs? The National Hockey League? You know how I'm going to do that? The ones that are not on network TV? I know how we can... The help of NordVPN. We okay, have 5,400 yeah. plus servers in 60 countries, and you find a server near you for better speed or connect to a faraway location to freely explore the internet. Like I said, amazing speed. Confirmed by speed tests, NordVPN is the fastest 
VPN out there. It works on six devices on every major platform like Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, and Linux. Even your Android TV supports NordVPN. And the best part, access from anywhere. Don't miss your favorite content from home when traveling abroad. Or, or in the United States, if you just want to send that thing through another country, go for it. I had to watch Letterkenny on Crave TV, had to VPN myself to Canada because that was not available in the United States. So that's how I was early on Letterkenny, thanks to our friends at NordVPN. Ooh. Takes just a click, open the map, click on a location, you'll be connected in seconds. It is that easy. Find services at a lower price, a platform like isn't available in your country. Simply change your virtual location just like I did and no more bandwidth throttling based on traffic type. Since NordVPN encrypts all the traffic, your internet service provider cannot slow down your streaming speed. So if you're traveling, if you're at home, you need to connect to Canada uh, or if you're in Canada, you need to connect to the US. doesn't matter to me. Just get NordVPN because they can help you out. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash mailinpod and use code mailinpod to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus free threat protection. Plus, again, one additional month for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, huge discount right here with your uh, with your NordVPN plan plus free threat protection plus one additional month for free by going to nordvpn.com slash mailinpod with code mailinpod. Pod. How about the next one, Randy? Didn't you say Cabo was going to need breath protection? I you, did. You're going to be an absolute animal there because I'm going to be a threat with my NordVPN watching hockey games. What's up, guys? My boyfriend's coworker has been sending him selfies, and he says it's normal. I think it's weird. Who is right? For context, we are 25, and so is the coworker, Randy. Ready for this? She is a single woman who took an interest in him from day one. And we have had many conversations about the escalation of their work friendship. They were sending each other hearts at work until I found out by looking at his phone in a moment of weakness. We had a conversation about the hearts and I said it needed to stop. Now she's sending smiling photos of herself. And there's a period there. <laughs> He says it's normal and not flirtatious. I do not understand why anyone would do this if it was not flirtatious. Please help. Hmm. Uh-oh, Randy. So, uh-oh. Of course, there's always two sides of the story. I like I to was going to say. I like to hear the way he describes it. There is based on from what I'm hearing here. Yep. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Quit flirting is, with your coworker. This is this isn't like, yeah. I think you're rightfully suspicious. I do too. I do too. I'm sorry to the guy here because we we have not heard his side. Uh, but based on the evidence that's been uh reported to the court, and the court is Randy and myself. Not that I'm saying there's anything physical going on, but there's a there's a bit of a flirtation going on here. You don't send selfies. Without a little bit of flirtiness. Now, yeah, I, I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't necessarily think there's any cheating happening here. But uh, I think you can be suspicious. And I think... Be suspicious. Be, be suspicious. Can you, can you do the rest of it? No. Be ye S U S. It's not the real thing. Something, yeah, I mean, something, something. they're sending hearts to each other. And I, the hearts I, is weird. I've like, never what, had a what app? What app are we doing hearts on? Uh, maybe like, I don't, I don't know, Slack. <laughs> that would be aggressive. But I've never had a female friend that I'm just sending like selfies of that I'm smiling and like doing all this, and I'm sending back without like it being like, oh, there's flirtatious want something more from this. And like, I think, usually I'm like flicking people off or something like that. Yeah, and I think. Like, try, I'm trying to like double, like reverse this and just be like, dude, just like be honest with me. Tell me you're into her. And we can like, we can, we can do something different here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Randy. I don't, I just think this guy is like, why, why would he do this? Let's, let's, let's break this down. Why would he do this? Is he bored in his current relationship? Is he, um, 
just an asshole? Is he chasing tail? Is he, does he want flirtation? Does he want a more physical relationship? Does he want, like, what does he want? Why is he doing this? Is he attracted to her? Is she attracted to him? Hearts is it just a, is it just a work wife? Because, you know, those obviously exist. What are they talking about? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't I, know what to do here. I, and I think she's already obviously suspicious because she's gone through his phone. That's never a healthy sign in a relationship. No, which I like that our 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 asker here, our our writer, said moment of weakness, meaning that that she got pushed to this point that this is yeah. a, outside the norm of what she would and I don't do. I don't blame her. Like if she's seeing hearts and selfies flying all around. You're gonna hearts at work. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't, it, it, the only way I could see that this is where he would be thinking that that's wild is if they were DMing each other on Instagram or something and double click and it was yeah, a heart. That's and it's different. like, no, that means it's a like. But the, the light, the I light. feel like 25 year old, you, you would know that that's not what yeah. that means. If, yeah. If you're getting double tap hearts, that's absolutely no, no cause for alarm. That's no foul. If we're doing, yeah, no foul. No foul. Right. There's no, no foul. penalty on the play. If you're doing heart hearts, that's a foul. That's a foul. That might even be a yellow card. She should go to Ocean Avenue. You know that's about Florida and not yeah. California. That yep. It doesn't t totally ruin the song for me, but it's like, oh, interesting. No, it ruins it. It's about like Jackson, Jacksonville. No offense to Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's uh, some rightful suspicion. I think she's project like she says she's a single woman who took an interest in him from day one. I think that's a little projecting, projecty. See here, and they've had many conversations about this. We're two guys, and we're looking at this from a lens of male perspective, and we're both thinking that there's something more to this that should probably, you should just have him listen to this little part and be like, we're both like suspicious. <laughs> yeah, the, the the single woman taking interest from day one is the part out of like Sally to be here to be like. That is, feels is a this little, girl yeah. actually flirting with him, or is she just being nice to the, her her coworker? I don't know because I'm a dumb guy. Now, the second part of that sentence and says we've had many conversations about the escalation of their work friendship. I surmise that all of those conversations sound the same. Like, there's no going you, on. What do you do in flirting? And you be the guy in this situation. So I'm the guy. Yeah. Okay. And what you do you girl. What are you doing flirting with her? I'm not flirting. We're just we're just friends. She's just nice. Like, but she's know. sending you selfies. Yeah, that's not weird. And I send selfies to all my friends and guys send me selfies. And so you're you're not doing you do this every day. You talk to her every day. Yeah, because I work with her. I have to. What do you want me to stop talking to her? Because like how am I supposed to get any work done? I'm just my girlfriend doesn't want to say like give me, talk give me anymore. your phone. Give me your phone. <laughs> and 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 there's the there's the loop. Yeah. I think we did well, Randy. Good job. And I don't know, but the scene and scene. Uh, you need to like have a have a frank discussion. Don't don't go in accusatory. Go in like, hey, if there's something going on, like we can we can break this off. And you can give that a try. Like I know this is it's gonna suck for everybody involved, but like there there's too much here to not have a case. Yeah, be direct. Have them listen to what our responses are about why we think that it's the way that you're describing it makes it seem that's bad. That you've been pushed to the point that you. Look through his phone, and don't give him an ultimatum. Because if you give him an ultimatum, it's it's over. <laughs> and you know what? There's no like you're at this point. Is there really any coming back? Like as long as they work together, you're gonna be suspicious. So zoom out here and say what what is the what is the end game? What's the end game? There is none. There's, there, none. there's no like you're either. Hurt or hurt. Like you either break up with him or you're hurt continually going forward. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, think. I mean, the, what I've said on this same podcast before, doubt is a, uh, doubt is a disease that will fester and spread. And, and that's, what, uh, that's what you got right now. And you're suspicious. And unless it gets like completely cured, it's, it's a hard thing to shake. Yeah, it is. Apologies there. But so. that's gonna be a that's a that's an interesting one. Good luck. That's that's the best like we can give to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one. Hey, Brett and Randy, I'm looking for some tips on persevering through both personal and relationship burnout. I'm working full time and getting my master's in engineering at night. 
I'm also in a quasi long distance, aka one hour apart relationship with my girlfriend who's getting her PhD in chemistry. Shouts to our women in STEM, Randy. And she's working nonstop on getting published. I tell myself I'm going to be healthy and exercise, but most nights after a long day of work in class, I just hit the DoorDash app, second DoorDash mission, hard and my body definitely shows it. My relationship hasn't been great because we spend our weekends together either working or being stressed over work. I know this status in life isn't forever, but I'm not sure how to get through the next year without losing my sanity, relationship, or both. I have a prescription here, Randy. It's called a break. A break from your relationship? Correct. Oh, okay. That's what are you going to say? I was going to go with. But okay. What are you going to go with? Yeah, you continue with the break. No, I just like it's very clear that you're the commute relationship. I call it. It's not quite long distance. It's not the same city. It's a commute relationship. It is tough to juggle all of those balls and keep them all afloat, if you will, because you are going after a dream of yours, which is getting your master's in engineering. Obviously, a master's in engineering is not easy. I'm assuming that your day job, something to do with engineering is also not easy. Her PhD in chemistry is filled with a lot of not easy stuff. So to try to balance everything, like we we going back to balance, Maybe it's easy to remove a ball from the equation. Which the only one that would be that isn't giving up on your career and all the work that you've done is the relationship. For now. Because he already, he mentioned like his body is going to shit. His mental health is going to shit. His relationship's going to shit. So my prescription is to cut something out. And you say, and I say that if you think that you guys are really good together, you a break is could lead to a full on separation. Sure. And if you're not at that point, I want to just go ahead and make the break. What you could do is maybe not do this quasi long distance relationship. I don't know how many times you guys are going back and forth and like meeting each other. You could take a little time off from that. Yeah, and then, keep, keep and then your schedule. weekends open. Yeah, keep, I mean, keep, it doesn't need to be every weekend. Yeah, but schedule like a weekend that you both be like, all right, we're both going to take this off and go do something, do a little vacation. Maybe like instead of every weekend hanging out on like three weekends from now, go out and be like, we're both going to relax and enjoy the relationship and not worry about like our careers for like, we can take a day or two off. I would say that. And then also in this time, I would really just like lean on your your loved ones and your friends and stuff that are like, like there's definitely some times where I'm having a stressful day and I'll just be like, hey, does anyone like want to play video games online or something? I just like need some type of re- relaxation and fun with friends. And that's an easy way to do it. We live in a digital age that you can just like call up a friend from anywhere mm-hmm. and, and do that. Unless you know you're I mean? fighting forest fighters in Utah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, which I think this is a guy writing, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a hard thing for guys to like be honest with their guy friends about. They're like, hey, I just need like some like relaxation. But if they're really like you have close ones, they're going to make time to like help you out. So Mm -hmm. just do that. I would say that's what I would say. Don't I say don't do a break. Maybe take some time off from the back and forth. Schedule something that is like going to be a relaxing weekend. And then just in the meantime, just lean on the people around you. Yeah, I think you find some solace in that this is not forever, too. Because um, it seems like, what, it's only one more year? Yeah, so another I mean, year of this, basically. It, it's, and, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just yeah. either, It's in the distance, but you can see it. Or maybe maybe like, maybe like the break that I mentioned is sort of the wrong thing, but, but sort of managing relationship expectations. That's a good way to put it. And yeah, and we kind of... Went there a little bit. Randy said, you don't have to see each other like every weekend. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is when you guys get your recharge time in. Just absolute solo, nothing. If you have homework to finish or whatever, like just say, hey, we, I know we want to see each other, 
but it's where we both are stressed about work. We're both stressed about school. We're both stressed about like, if there's, if it's just adding to stress to see each other every weekend and, and planning that weekend and getting a dinner in and going out, like whatever that might be, maybe that is where you can, can save a little bit of your, your mm-hmm. emotional energy. Cause one hour apart is two hours round trip. Yep. And then the, like this two hours of traveling, that's, it's hard and stuff. And even you can do digital dates like people are doing in the pandemic where sure. you guys start a movie at the same time. You're just on FaceTime with each other. Like you can yeah. still, they're just what I said multiple times, living in the digital age can suck, but it's also great with staying in touch with people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to think of like, how do I not lose my sanity uh, with staying healthy and eating right? That one is is tough because I still struggle with that. At the end of a long day of work and then, for example, you go to, to school, I, I'll go to like men's league hockey. After that, I'm just like, uh, you know what? Whataburger or whatever the the easiest meal is because just you're tired. You don't want to do anything. And this guy works a full-time job, which presumably engineering or something mm-hmm. akin and then goes to engineering school afterwards. He's just like, I, I don't want to do anything. And I don't have anything to give to that other than, yeah, like motivation is a fucking hard thing, yeah. especially when you're doing so well and doing so much else. Maybe you save the weekends for workouts or whatever it might be. Yeah, I don't you, know. you tell yourself you're going to be healthy and exercise, you say here. Maybe just say that you're going to do that. And right now, just realize that you are working so hard on your yeah. future that you can be healthy and exercise after this is done. Like, don't let yourself like go, but just realize yeah. that like you can, if you're really serious about it, just postpone it for now and just stay relatively trying to pick food that's healthier. Yeah, well, I was of, gonna like, say fast food and stuff. Like, I, of course, I'm a big exercise guy, and like I need it, but I'll and I'll get like upset if. I haven't worked out in three days, mm-hmm. but also like if I've been working hard three days, like at work or doing something else, it's like, yeah, like I didn't have time because I I wasn't being lazy. I'm doing a lot of stuff. 100%. So don't, I guess don't beat yourself up too much about it because you are doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. And there's like, you, you sort of alluded to it. There's a way to be healthier, right? Without being healthy. There's a way to work out more without being a gym hound. So maybe maybe you can get two workouts in a week mm-hmm. or a walk a day or something like that. Maybe you can get um, you know, a bowl, a, a a salad bowl or a rice bowl versus a burrito. Like right, like there's there's things you can do that make it a little healthier that are not full on like eating broccoli and salmon every night. Here, here's here's a here's the thing, Brett. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix all these all together. You ready right now? Sure. The digital thing I said and the being healthy. And not having to commute. Are you gonna sell this guy an NFT? I'm gonna no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say instead of going like to their place, maybe you and your girlfriend, Bay, they presumably. you pick like an hour or two that you just say you're gonna have a phone call and then you and you go on a walk for an hour or two while you're keeping the relationship alive, and like you're getting that little bit of exercise and you're like staying in touch and there stuff you and go. you're relaxing a little bit. And with a casual workout. Getting a walk in on the phone with your Sigoth. Look at you, Randy. Yeah. Boom. Solving problems. I love it. Let's do the last one, shall we? Hey, guys. I'm finishing up business school in a couple of weeks, and I have a crush on one of my classmates. Mm. We've done a few group projects together and have the same friend group, so we know each other very well. Here's the thing. I'm unsure whether or not to make a move. Uh, Yep. (laughs) For context, she's an international student from India. So I'm not sure about different approaches to dating. And while I'll be uh, staying in Boston after graduation, she's not 100% sure if she'll be here long term. I think there's definitely a mutual attraction, but I'm worried about ruining our friendship over it. Love what you guys do and would graciously appreciate your input. Yeah. <laughs> you been there, Randy? Oh, I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> and if you were to, if you want my advice, I say go for it. And you just be casual of course, and you have say, to. do you want to get a drink? But if you want to go by my history, just be a coward and just don't do anything. <laughs> oh, Randall, come on. That's the, the, but that's the thing here is, okay, 
you look at the situation in a vacuum. Two kids finishing up school. Future is pretty undetermined. He knows he's going to be lost, and she knows not where she's going to be. Who knows what the next five years look like for that relationship? But the next couple months, you got to shoot your shot. You got to shoot your shot, Randy. I'm finishing business school in a couple weeks. We've done a few group projects together. So I, it seems like they don't currently have any group projects. No, that would be awkward if it didn't Same go friend through. group, know each other well. Business school classes uh, in Boston, I would assume, usually it's pretty small to begin with. It's not like a college like grade year, if, if, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think so. This, he's got her number. If they've been in group projects, yeah, I think you just say, "Hey, do you want to grab a drink?" I and maybe not make your like "I love you" right off the bat type of thing, but maybe you go solo, get outside the classroom one on one for a drink or two, and talk talk through some stuff, and and then eventually, you know, you see if you're both feeling it, you you drop the "Hey, I'm I'm India." So this is. I got to be honest with you. I'm India. This and is, that's just boom. This is my plan. But to be honest, it'll definitely go totally wrong. Okay. But so you have the same friend group and you're finishing up a couple of weeks. What you should do is just say, hey, do you like try to invite that whole friend group out? And since you already have her number and stuff, invite everyone out. Okay. And during group, that casual yeah, yeah, yeah. out bar, that bar setting, you just like bring up, hey, do you want to you want to get a like go on a date sometime, but no, to be honest, that whole time, that. that whole time you'll say be, get a drink, Randy. Get a, Come okay, on, yeah, get a drink. But like that whole time, you'd be like, oh, and then you're just gonna back out and come from and not do it. But I mean, that's a you just gotta be upfront and honest, I guess. Just say hey, you want to grab a drink sometime. And you know what? The fear of like the fear of rejection, the fear of uh, he says like losing the friendship. That's that's ingrained in everybody, mm -hmm. right? Like. That just exists, and and that is the risk. And you know, and like, but what are the chances she's going to hate him after he says, "Hey, I'm into you"? Like, that's not going. That's just not going to be the game. You you fail in the near term. That's that's not how it goes. Yeah, bro. ruining the friendship over it. It means it's going to be awkward. Between I know. Two. That's I what know, he's I know, he's I know, afraid of. Not that he's just. How dare you even ask me? Out. I know. I hate you. I don't even want to see you ever. No. But just, dude, what is the alternative? What's the alternative? He's going to be. You know he's gonna he's gonna always play the what if game, and if he does and, and he bricks it, that's a funny like a funny thing between him and her and their friends and yeah ah, shucks oh shucks it's embarrassing for a while then six months later everybody laughs about it. You're finishing business school. You're an adult at this point. MBA. You guys, you guys are a lot. Like when you do this in like middle school and high school, it's a lot more awkward. You don't know how to deal yeah. with that. So as adults, adult, you move by on. This point, just like, oh, it didn't work out, whatever. It didn't you work out, you move on. It. Yeah. I mean, so I guess my, my final thing is you're a grown up, go for it. If it doesn't work out, don't be awkward, too awkward about it. Exactly. Exactly. You get your MBA in a couple of weeks. Congratulations. One, two, S sell yourself, right? No, just, just, it's so lame. Shoot your shot. Or too, you're too old. Life's too short. Ask her, on a, you know, as Randy said, ask her on a date, Midwest style. Would you like to go on a date with me? Go get My a lady, drink. would you please accompany on a dinner and yeah, go get a drink, movie. chit chat, talk it up. If you want to do it in a group, great. If you want to do solo, great. And uh, see how it goes. See how it feels being outside of a classroom. And then, and then if you want to say like. Hey, I'm India. I just got to be real with you. I'm India. And just drop it like that. I think it might be a little just straight up, but I don't know. Shoot your shot. I think you just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? I'm she doesn't India. like you. It's awkward. <laughs> and then your friends make fun of you. Okay. And you move on because you're an adult. Have you ever like said that said. to someone? I'm India. I'm India? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. It's, a very, it's very casual. I've never thought about it, saying it's sort that. Of, it's sort of like uh, rom-com-y. Just like, hey, like Vince Vaughn, I'm, I'm India. I got to be honest, I'm India. Yeah, I like you. Yes, it's true. Should, uh, I just, should I just start going up to every girl at the bar and just going, you know what, I'm India. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't go up uh, like cold. Like a vibe over here. Yeah, I wouldn't go in cold like that. I would do it at the tail end of like a, a joke that you just nailed at the at the at a table with one of the girls that you're you're into. In front of everyone? Yeah. In front of everybody. Put, put her on the spot. Do karaoke and sing, uh, sing like, I don't know, 
Isn't there I'm into you? Isn't there a song by like Jason Mraz or some shit? I'm into you. So I'm into you, Jason Mraz. I'm gonna say no. Oh, I think it's by Paramore. <laughs> same person, basically. Same person. <laughs> Haley Williams and Jason Mraz. Same, same vibe. Same, same vibe. I don't know. New Jack Johnson song uh, album of three three weeks ago sounds exactly like his old stuff. Epitome of easy listening. I heard it on the radio and I was like, wow, this is great. I'm gonna have to listen right I now. I like to go sit on like a porch swing on on a, on a balcony and and in the sunshine. Be be a porch swing angel. You know that? I actually just got a candle from be Walmart my that's called porch swing. Porch swing angel. It's Muscad Muscadine bloodline or something like that. I don't know. Any don't shower know. thoughts, Randy? Uh, I, I guess I have a shower thought. I, sure. I like I, I wrote I wrote them down over here. Hit me. Um, do you have any shower thoughts? I no, I am. Uh, I'm just excited for for Cabo. Gonna be there for Aprox 48 hours. So quick trip. Get some sun. Early reports are it's windy down there. While sunny, it is windy and chilly. So here's a weird one. Yeah, hit me. You're blonde, right? Sure. What would you call me? Brown haired. So calling me a brunette is weird, right? Yeah, calling men girl. brunettes is weird, right? Why is it weird? Why, why, why are guys with brown hair not considered brunette? Because they're brown hair. Uh, I guess at is in it's that, a fe- that it's a feminine, is, is yeah. feminine. But brunette. Yeah, no, you I mean, I, I guess you are. So would would the male masculine term be bruner? No, it's I think it's brown. Okay, brun, because I think brun. But I just, I just, I is a guy with red hair is a redhead. Girls, redhead. Yeah, brun blonde, is. But why, why is why is brown hair? Because I think so. Because so, brun is French for brown, and brunette is the French feminine. Now, or, uh, and where does adjective. blonde come from? And where? You know what? I don't know. And this is why it's a shower thought. I don't know. This is this is why, but I mean that that French thing is it better, more understanding more now than I did, you know, two minutes ago. That's that's. I'm glad you got there, but you're right. Blonde and and brunette are girl names, and then which blonde this, and and br- brown are are guys. Which has led me into a different thing about family members. Why are some gender specific and some aren't? Your okay. you have your mom and your dad. You have your parents, but yeah. like I have nieces or nephews, but there's no general term for my siblings' offspring. My cousins, your, your I, cousins. I have an aunt and uncle. So you mean I have you need no, like a what's a, like a girl cousin versus a guy cousin should be two different things. Yes, but they're just my cousin. Why don't you just call them cousinette? But like my aunt and uncle are gender specific, but I don't have a word for just my cousin, my parents' siblings. Like there's there's different things where like parents have two, kids daughter daughter son have two. Like, think it's just it's just weird to me that there's some word some like relationships that we have in our family that are only gender specific and don't have like a general term for all of them. Well, I think it's probably because cousins are usually referred to as like that's my cousin, and then. Aunt or uncle usually has a a name to it. Yes, that's true. But then, like, like nieces and nephews, is, yeah, is, no, goes right. with the, the the cousin thing. That those should, there should be my brother's kids. I mean, I guess there's a way to do it. But if you're still listening to this, God bless you. Well, that, God hey, bless. This you. This is where shower thoughts. I come know from. you're the, right. You're it's absolutely very, right. Very. I don't know. Come from. It's just it's just weird. Thinking about why you need some words. you need a male cousin term and a female cousin term. I think that solves your problem. And I need a general term for all of my siblings' kids. All of your sib, your that's your. Oh, you need okay. So you have nephew and niece. I don't. You have need a, a generic for, term for just all. And of then them. you have cousin, but you need a male and female cousin. Mm-hmm. So you need two. You basically need two words invented, three words invented. Yeah. And then you're good. Yeah, maybe or, go with cousin, like aunts and uncles, like my my mother's siblings. Yeah, wait, that's just your mother's siblings or your aunts and uncles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you have to say aunts and uncles. You can't just say your cousins. Oh, parents, you know? okay. You can't just say your cousins. Gosh, yeah, good one. 
Good shower thought, Randy. Boom. Boom. All right. See you guys next week. Bye.